conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Doc say I can't have gluten, but I will make an exception for James Kennedy's pasta. (laughs) And I don't have Lyme disease. Maybe the worst tech, but also amazing. I feel like the Shout listeners out. and I had a little laugh at your expense. <laughs> yours, <laughs> yours, and yo's. Speaking of, did you know I'm that Gigi Hadid is like exploding? Oh my God. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. I just realized I didn't do like a sound check or anything, but it's fine. It's just another day in paradise. Um, it's episode, again, I don't know. It's 54. Thank 55. you for admitting it. No, I never really know. Normally Sometimes she's like, I'm... it's episode 71. <laughs> it's episode like 64.3. No, yeah. it's episode 54 ish. Um, it's in the 50s, it's... like your host. <laughs> it's yes. in the 50s, like Ramona, even though she's like 63 if she's a J. Yeah. Um, uh, if she's a J. <laughs> she's she may a not be anything. Oh my God, there's so much breaking news. There's a lot of stuff in the news, all of which is specific to New York Housewives that we have to get, uh, we have to do a deep dive into. Um, But you guys, it's Andy's Girls. Um, So happy to be joined by America's sweetheart and Teresa's primary apologist, Ben Rimmelauer. What up, yo? Jersey, 
you in the house. Plant some seeds for our favorite tree hugger. There I'll plant we some go. seeds on your face. Oh, no. <laughs> Guys, right before this started, I just I just am instructed Ben in like good touch, bad touch. Um, just to make sure we're all on the same. I place. believe that when Sarah and I are recording her podcast, which by the way, I come to 99th Street. 89th yeah. Street. Oh, we don't have to give my exact address, but yeah, go on. Um, on the west side, <laughs> where I never go. And uh, totally I do not get side. paid while she rakes That's, in the cash off of my correct. name yeah, I'm, and, I'm pulling in and the dollars. acumen. Yes. And so uh, I think that I'm entitled to a little squeezy feel when I feel like it. Well, listen. Also, you should see the, the slutty outfits she wears I... and the downright <laughs> provocative lipstick. I am wearing That's the kind of lipstick you'd like to see in rings around. No. I'm wearing a glossier blush, and I'm wearing an off-the-shoulder top that we will take a photo with, and I'm actually wearing jeans, which I now own, which I hadn't owned for like 10 years. She looks so cheesy. She's wearing a turtleneck and plaid pants, Uh, and she came in here with a trench coat and a motherfucking fedora. I am not having it. So what's going to happen is go to our Instagram after, because we're going to take a photo of what Ben wore. (laughs) He walked in like very Mary Poppins. Like, where was I, I never achieved the look I'm going for. No, I thought I was like I, giving you, you Sinatra, did. it's Mary Poppins. When I think I'm doing was, like Joan <laughs> Collins, it's an Orthodox Jew. There you were not doing even a little bit of Sinatra, which I loved. You were doing like the maybe like the Gorgas pizzeria version of Sinatra, which is like whatever their grandpa told them when he like gave them like bedtime stories of like instead of Jesus. It was like, so one day Frank did, you know, like, I, I think it was I really like very... want to say you call me the apologist, but you're the one with a much nicer revisionist version of the Gorga family history. Um, okay. Like, I want to live in a world where the Gorga's grandpa told them stories about Frank Sinatra instead of Jesus. Because he didn't know how to read. Is that what we're saying? In like a tiny well, that's I wasn't even thinking about, but definitely, yeah. I mean, I think subliminally, that's why I was so warming to it. I mean, yeah, we'll get into we'll get into Jersey in a second. There's like a lot of nothing to say about Jersey, but we have to talk a little bit about your. So I have been sending Ben rage texts because delightful Ben Rimmelauer. What's your Instagram? It's like Ben Rimmelauer. Is that the Instagram? It's I Ben Rimmelauer. Yeah, phenomenal. So if you can remember, and by that, the way. Like most public personalities it's public. or people that have podcasts, it's, it's public. public. Mine is private. Mine is highly respected. Sarah would actually prefer people don't listen to this. <laughs> it would make my life This is really easier. just because she likes to hear her voice with a little reverb. Wait, can we just sidebar? Because she's a retard. Oh, <laughs> can we sidebar? I said this to David in the last episode that we did, which was like four years ago, um, that... So a listener like tweeted me and was like, cause you know, I always like do my little call to action of mm. like, please subscribe. You don't listen to it, but please subscribe. Are you kidding? I listen to everything I do. <laughs> okay, but please subscribe, rate and review or whatever. And a listener like tweeted me and was like, listen, this is my absolute favorite podcast, but I'm giving you two stars because your apps aren't like consistent. Like you don't record every week and it's not on the same day, which I can totally appreciate. But like a, this is like a phenomenal. I'm so happy to all of my listeners that reach out, but like, I've got a lot of stuff Can going I say on. Something crazy. What is it possible to do it at the same time every week? That oh, what? <laughs> Can I finish? No, Can I finish? absolutely not. Is it possible that for a podcast, it's better to have more reviews, whether they're good or not? Um, I, I mean, as an expert in the wonderful world of podcastery. I would prefer to have a hundred million five-star reviews than like the many, many, many one-star reviews that we got when we duh, first started because the audio duh. was so terrible. But wouldn't you rather have many, many one-star reviews than no reviews at all? No. <laughs> I would not. Y'all, Listeners I would. FYI. Right, but, but we've talked about like press and stuff offline, which we we're not going to reference Check right out now, my audiobooks, Patty Issues, and, ben, and Bad With Money on Audible. on Audible and iTunes. And please write some reviews. Guys, don't, don't write care. a single review. If I don't you care review if you give me one ben star and, and be like, this, this bitch needs to I... die. I would appreciate your attention. BCC, Sarah Galley. Um, that's exactly what I'll write on your iTunes, whatever. No, but anyway, so I, t- I tweeted her back and I was like, listen, like, so appreciate it. You know I love doing this. This is like Wait, my passion. Again. This life. story is so interesting. I want to <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs> Fuck you. So I tweeted her back and was like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Like I've been dealing with, you know, as you know, as a listener, as an avid listener, God bless. I've been dealing with some health stuff. Like we're trying to, we try we're to do episodes. Room down for a minute. I know, but no, we try to do episodes as, as much as we can. And then I think she like blocked me or something. 
It was very strange. So shout out to that listener who said that Andy's Girls is, who may or may not be listening anymore, who who says that Andy's Girls is her favorite podcast. We appreciate it. And while Ben might like those two-star reviews, I don't love them as much, but I still- As as much. Oh, Oh, my God. But, you know, I so appreciate you guys- reaching out and I love to hear from you from social media and I I so appreciate you guys reaching out (laughs) yeah I love it and uh, I and get in touch like whatever I try to I've tried to request you if you want to talk to Sarah you just have to send me a message Ben's my social media Ben is one of um, my Sonia Morgan style interns which BT dubs did you hear there's some like news on some of the housewifery blogs this week that Sonia's been banned from every major college and university in New York City from getting interns because the students have complained. Is that why she was banned? (laughs) That they're like asking her to like, she's like asking them to like change her tampon and like walk the dog and like, I don't know, find her a wealthy husband and matchmake and, you know, survive without heat and running water. Hashtag pray for pickles. Whatever happened to pickles? Pickles was like one of my favorite friends of on R-H-O-N-Y. Like, has anyone heard from her? She was from France or something, and Sonia said she went back. Allegedly, all of her interns have money, except she's trying to solicit labor from schools, I guess for something she's doing during Fashion Week, and she referenced Bethany a bunch of times, too, in the ask, and the school was like, no, we can't, you, you are blacklisted. I'm going to try that system. It's to just reference Like the when we're raising money girl. for the show we're producing together. What if we just like paper the uh, the We've the, heard the of Bethany Frankel. With Bethany Frankel mentions. <laughs> so you've heard of Skinny Girl. Now try. <laughs> totally. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I know. 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought that was kind of amazing. But tell us yeah. a little. Tell the folks at home and me in my home, since we're sitting in my living room, about what you've been up to this weekend because I have been rage- texting you when you post photos on social media of all of your BFFs who are all in the cast of Jersey, which I do not care about even a little bit, or my Jersey? ride or die. I haven't... No, but you've done whatever That's before. Like Margaret, Margaret, oh, yeah, and Trey. Um, but your new BFFs in New York and how our beloved Lou is. Is she cool? Is she uncool? What's happening? Listen, she is working that girl code like nobody's beeswax. <laughs> And uh, hang out with Sonia TM as well. And um, first of all, I just want to say, yeah, tell me, as your friend, Uh-oh. how pissed were you when the day after I recorded with you was the day Luann had her? No, it was the in? same day. She the got arrested day. around midnight like, or eleven o'clock. I was like, Sarah is so upset. And I know I posted on Instagram. I was like, couldn't a bitch wait a couple hours? Because like, how dare? Mere hours after we're talking about her forthcoming show at 54 Below, which, by the way, so Luann is now a cabaret sensation and is coming out with a show at 54 Below that you hashtag are directing. Countess and Friends, yes. Uh, hashtag Countess and Friends. So what, how did you first off find out that all of this drunken Michigas had happened where she'd been threatening the lives of cops and like going in random hotel rooms and hiding out with some unnamed stranger or whatever, and then got arrested and charged now with at least one felony. I mean, like what goes in your head? Because you have a professional relationship with her, let alone a personal one. Well, uh, my agent called me and said, are you sitting down? No. Is that really what happened? So Hollywood. Uh, it's in the, it's in the, the trades that you're not going to be starring as Norma Desmond in the Broadway production of Sunset Boulevard. And I, this is great. This uh, is a fun little story. I had batting practice with a, with a floor lamp. Okay. Um, so what actually happened? Uh, I think you texted me. <laughs> I, think that is. I knew like the second she got into the car, like the second yeah. they like shackled her, my little like real yeah. housewife, like little yeah. alien ears perked yeah. up and I was like, oh my God, this is happening. So what, I mean, what do you think? Here's the problem with being, with being, I think in recovery on the New York Housewives. I think you can do it really well on any other franchise. Including Beverly Hills? Yeah, I mean, taking out Kim Richards. I think it is possible to. How can you talk about recovery on the Housewives and take out Kim Richards? No, no, I'm saying being a. Let's talk about the current presidency of the United States, but take out Donald Trump. No, I'm saying. Kim is her own fucked up beast, and that has to do with her addiction issues, and that has to do with her actual personality type and how damaged and broken she is. 
I think that like if Teddy walked in this season and didn't drink, I genuinely don't think it would be a problem. I think if someone walked into Jersey and didn't drink, it wouldn't be a problem as long as they're a terrible person. There's a difference between walking in already in recovery and then like having something go down. Right. And so now she's doing both. So this upcoming season of New York is going to be fucking insane because it's getting random shit with, I'm sure random shit with, um, Bethany and Jason or whatever, but it's getting Lou during. Not that they were shooting. They were she shooting, was, but before they were, they were they, they weren't shooting, shooting in Palm Beach no, the day shooting, that she got arrested. They were starting shooting in the fall. Like I mean, oh yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. The season's going to be pre and post, right? Which is what's so incredible about yeah. it. So, but I don't know that you can survive. Because on other franchises, you don't need to be able to drink, but you're dealing with Ramona, you're dealing with Sonia, and you're dealing with the fucking skinny girl. Like, Bethany is not going to film a single scene unless it's branded for her billion-dollar company. Like, how is that going to work for Luann to walk in? And also, does Luann have a drinking problem? Because if Luann has a drinking... I, I mean, I guess yes, definitely yes. But if Luann does, then, like, so does, so does everybody else, by the way. It's the one franchise... Point. It's the one franchise where everybody is a sloppy mess. So it's not like Ramona can be like, can you hear what happened with Luann? It's like, can you hear... Did you hear about what happened with Luann that also probably happens to me like every other Wednesday. I mean, sure, not everyone like says I'm going to murder you to, you know, I'm, I want to kill you all to a cop like that is where the felony comes into place. But they're all drunk, sloppy messes. There was that whole story arc of Sonia having a huge drinking problem and Ramona, you know, um, hopping on that train, too, which didn't make any sense. So how are they going to yeah. how is the way I'm going to survive this? And also, you know, there were page six articles. Year- <laughs> ben is joking. One of my furry Mongolian fellows. There were page six articles years ago about the fact that, you know, back when Lou and the count were still married. She went to some wedding at the Hamptons and was a drunken mess and, like, made a mess of herself and had to be escorted out by her husband, which is unfortunate. And at that point, she had been on The Real Housewives, so she was a name. But again, Ramona every other day, Sonia Tuesday through Saturday, alternating Sundays. How is that going to work itself out? And is she going to be able to, like, what's the new Lou going to look like? Because so much a part of her is, like, falling into the bushes in Mexico, don't be uncool, you know, being this like new sort of edgy Lou post the count. I mean, it seemed like a lot of her relationship with Tom D'Agostino was tied up in them partying. So what mm. does this look like? Well, uh, first of all, just this, just off the top of my head, I don't know if you know this, but she and Tom are no longer together. Um, oh my God, <laughs> so I didn't know that. Non-issue. Breaking <laughs> news. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like she's made choices in her life that seem supported by a lifestyle that is emblematic of going out a lot, kikiing a lot. And for her, it doesn't have to involve alcohol, but for her, it seems to be led a little bit by the fine art of a cocktail and by being a little sloppy. And so, and that has kind of juxtaposed with her being this like society figure and the countess and whatever else. So what does it mean? It's weird. It's like one of the few times on your show where you're just like rattling your mouth off and I'm not eager to interrupt you. <laughs> Is it, you're not eager to interrupt because you have a professional relationship with her? Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm waiting for you to ask me a question that puts me in an uncomfortable position and you're not. You're actually talking speculatively about the future. And Do all you I think that Luann is that, an alcoholic? Well, but nobody can diagnose anybody else's alcoholic. But go for it. We're a podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. No, I mean, as an alcoholic myself, I don't say whether other people are alcoholics. Okay, what about a trouble with drinking? Clearly. I mean, she was arrested, you know? Um, I think that all I can say about the... uh, let's We can come back to you grilling me all you want. But just in terms of the actual question that you asked... Yeah, like four years ago. All I can say is, like, you know, I'm somebody whose lifestyle in New York nightlife theater... Is you know you don't you didn't know me when I drank it was extremely yeah, tired. I've up. only known you sober, it's, it's, and you're a lot sober. So I'm a I lot can sober. Only imagine, uh, but you know, I mean, I I feel that I'm really an example of somebody who was able to continue their lifestyle with no loss. Uh, you know, I still feel like I'm sort of the drunkest guy in the room, even though I don't drink. I mean, hundred percent. I know, agree with that. I mean, it's maybe it's fucked up for me to pride myself on that, but but uh, you know, I. I but you also didn't lose your personality. I didn't lose my personality. Which you know? is something commendable. Thank you. Mazel tov. Um, you know, I mean, I, I have friends who are really assholes who are like, Ugh, I hate when people get sober. They're not fun anymore. And even those assholes say that I'm still wee. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I from the amount that I know Luann, I'm not worried about her losing her spunk, you know? Well, speaking of spunk and not having it, like, laced with vodka, so what happens 
when you like, what was the, what was your first meeting with her after she got arrested? So you had been rehearsing with her obviously before the arrest. Yeah. And then what happened? Cause she wasn't at Bobby's funeral. I assume because she was in rehab. Right. Right. So I what, mean, I'm not sure of the timing, but yeah, that's, no, that's right. what happened. Yeah. So what, I mean, what, what has it been like to like record with her or, or not record with her to rehearse with her? Um, great. I mean, you know, it was always great. I mean, you know, I don't, my experience of Luann has been really positive. Um, I mean, I would say that she seems clearer and more grounded and maybe humbled in this yeah, time. Yeah, I think humbled is where it's going to be. Um, she looks fabulous. She lost some weight. Not that she needed to lose weight, but She's she looks so amazing. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I think she and I are more bonded because this is something that we have in common that mm-hmm. wasn't really... Have you talked about t- that with her? Oh, tons. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. You know, I... Uh, but like I said, you know, in terms of my relationship with her, there wasn't a problem. And, you know, I mean, that's the honest truth. So interesting. I mean, was it, were you surprised by it when you heard? That she threatened to kill police officers? <laughs> and then, like, kick them Yeah, I was surprised like by that. Like, a I was pretty fucking surprised by that. Are you nervous at all that the show's not going to go on if she's in the clink? She has a hearing, um, is it this month? Later this month? No, the, the hearing. The, and the misdemeanors or the, whatever? The there's like a long trial delay or whatever. The hearing date, you know, because she went to rehab and had a lawyer and everything, it's all. Yeah, she's going to figure the it out. The timeline is way longer than it would have seemed. It's so unfortunate that she married Tom D'Agostino and lost her alimony from the count. Because in moments like this, that monthly check would help quite a bit with those lawyer's fees. Yeah, but now nowadays the, nowadays the wives get paid good for this show. The right, they wives. didn't used to. They used yeah. to get like twenty k for the season, and right. now they can get I think hundreds of thousands per app. Right? Mm, not per app. I think the highest paid is Nini and Bethany. They get like a mil, mil plus and for a season. Yeah, for a season, and Ramona's probably close to Bethany, Ugh. but not... No, seriously, because she's so fucking insane. So anyway, so tell us what you, you did just this... just throw week. money at the problem. Ramona's crazy. Ra- the problem bucks. is that, like, Ramona would probably do it for free. Meanwhile, sidebar, Ramona's getting sued. Did you see this no. broke this week? Ramona's getting sued by one of her former assistants who, I guess, was hired... She was hired... The assistant was hired from a staffing agency and was told it's going to be, like four hours a day or something and it ended up being over 40 hours a week and Ramona would call her nonstop and made her like walk the dog and is that a euphemism <laughs> for Ramona it could be but uh walk um Coco yeah walk Coco and do a lot of dumb shit and one of the pieces that was actually really kind of newsworthy is Ramona instructed her assistant to um, create fraudulent receipts to send to Bravo for clothing reimbursement, or she would buy clothes. Bravo would her real clothes. Her her assistant would submit a receipt to Bravo, and then Ramona would turn them and uh, return the clothes and pocket the money because they do have some sort of clothing. Um, uh, allowance. allowance. I didn't know that. Yeah, they totally do. And I assume they have a beauty one as well. But like that is some real, that could get her in some real trouble. Not to get fired because we're by the way, priceless. I know you don't like my tree hugging, but I have to say anything Teresa signed that she got in trouble for, you know, she was like, okay, Joe, Melania. <laughs> you know, whereas like Re- Ramona is right. like orchestrating this Yeah, fraud. I mean, this isn't like federal whatever, but yeah, well, it's close. Not yet. Who you're knows? making They're a qualitative be- judgment. Right? You know? this, is, this could be a national conspiracy. I mean, it's not um, like Teresa was like trying to like, you know, derail the restaurant investigation. She was just like buying like tacky furniture she couldn't yeah, afford. Yeah, no, totally not a big deal at all. Um, well, I'm just saying it's not that different. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the, the interesting thing is like you look so serious when you say stuff like that at me, which I think is just so special. You love me. <laughs> I hate you. Um, so tell me about your weekend of love where you had a threesome with um, Lou and um, and Sonia Tremont Morgan. So what happened? So Sonia was you guys were rehearsing and Sonia was there. She's going to be a part of the show. Yes, yeah, Sonia's doing a guest spot in the show. And what is Sonia? I haven't had the pleasure of meeting Sonia in real life I've yet. only what met is her she like? recently. Is she as crazy as she seems? She seems 100% insane. Like, Sonia and Ramona are not putting it on even a little bit. They are exactly the way they seem on TV. I mean, I feel that way about all the housewives I've met. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Every single one of them that I've met has been exactly what I expected them to be from the TV. Not even expected, exactly as I saw them on TV. Oh, really? The only slight exception to that would be Sonia. I'll say that... I feel like in real life, she seems much younger and prettier. 
Like, I feel like I want her to be my girlfriend. Like, I want to, like, really? put my, like, pee-pee in her VV. Like, okay, I'm sure she'd love that. I mean, she's looking for someone. She's dating that guy, no, Rock no, I, or whatever, who's allegedly gay. She's a lot of crazy that I don't want to do oh that with. Oh, my God. But, I mean, I, 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 there's something extremely um, sympathetic about her. I, I've met her three times. Okay. The first was the kickoff to the season party that, uh, like, in October – that Luann invited me to, and and was that recorded or was that just yeah. like a premiere party? No, it was, it was oh, not okay. a premiere. It Got was it. recorded. Uh, it was like one of these bullshit. Um, here's some tea for you. It yeah. like on TV, it looks like it's like this party that all the girls are at, and no, that they use but it's to just kick like the season. It's it literally like an like, empty room. It's an empty room, right? Um, it looks like an empty room on TV. Oh, okay, I'm dumb. <laughs> I, I, I suspend my disbelief. <laughs> no, but all the girls were sitting on this couch together at the center of the oh room, except God. Sonia was completely removed. This is also surreal because they were all in crazy costumes. Oh, yeah. I saw the photo um, where Ramona's in, like, Britney Spears garb and stuff. It's, like, very yeah, and, hot and, like, Luann's Diana Ross. And, I like, love um, it. I can't wait. Bethany's blonde, which... Oh, she was Roller Girl, I yeah. think, which was referencing her back in the day, back in, like, season two. She was, it's, Bethany Blonde is maybe my favorite thing oh my that God, ever happened. Oh, my God, I love it. And Sonia was, uh, was Sonia Lucy Ricardo. This- I don't know, but she was, like... She seemed like a broken blossom, like not part of the crew. Just by herself? Yeah. Well, no, she had like her people with no, her. No, I know, but what, I don't care about her people. I, I care about her castmates. So Ramona wasn't there either? I wonder no, what it would have At different times, different ones of them spoke to her. Maybe not all but of them. But she was totally siloed. She like did not join the group. I mean, by the way, the group was all fighting with each other. It's not like it was like Harmony and then she was the black sheep. But she just seemed really... Detached. Detached. Um, and then I met her when she came to my show. And she was just so sweet and lovely. And they were very much in the front row last week at my show. Right. They both came to your show well, and then posted a photo. Luan brought, Luan brought Sonia. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, and... I mean, I have to say, of all, like, all the times I've done my show, Sonia was one of the best audience members. Like, really? I just, like, I felt like she was with me the entire time. She just was, like, beaming at me, the smile. She laughed at every single joke. It was really nice. And by the way, I mean, I'll, here's a more tea I'll give you. I've spent a bunch of time with a bunch of the different housewives. Yeah, you have. And I'm sure this is common with reality stars and just, like, people in the United States. But, like, yeah. it's very much like you go to a show with them or you invite them to a show, and I feel like they're very Props. much like. Well, no, I feel like they're like on their phone. I'm a housewife. I'm always on my phone. Right, right. Like, I don't care if like yeah, Meryl yeah. Streep is doing Shakespeare. But you want people to be looking at you, even if it's during a show, and you to look like you're super busy because you are even, super busy. I don't on even TV. pretend to understand the reasons, but no, like, it's I crazy. feel like there's it's this ego. sense of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's like I'm always on my phone. Like my phone. I'm always like even when there's no camera there. There's this sense of like I'm a housewife. I'm not my phone. I don't know, you know. And I didn't get that from Sonia at all, at all, at all, at all. Um, and then, you know, she and Luann were both extremely lovely after the show. And then she came to Luann's to rehearsal the other day and she just, uh, was like charming and sweet. You know, she walked in, made this big entrance and came marching across the room to me and was like, you are so talented. And she was so nice. You know, I just really like her. I love, well, she knows talent as the creator of the Cab Burlesque. So there we every are. Time, by the way, she said that word like once or twice that I was like looking at my imaginary audience being like, so drink everybody. <laughs> Take a shot of whatever. Lemonade, you know very, orange uh, juice. Uh, every time you hear uh, Sonia reference word? Cab like, Burlesque. Um, ingratiating about her. What? She's, and I'm kind of like this too. She's one of these people that like... She's always got a compliment for everybody. You know, she's, it's always deferential. Like, yeah, sure, there's times when you get the, like, well, you know, I was very close with Jackie Kennedy. We, were, we had sex many times, and she used to borrow my clothes. And she, she called me Dr. Sonia because I was her therapist. So there's that side yeah. of her. But there's also any time, any, she'd be like, well, you're the genius of podcasts. I'm, I'm so honored to be here with you <laughs> in this, doing this. I mean, you know, and this guys remember that for iTunes reviews. Remember that. For you know, like, I feel like she's very like, unlike some of those bitches who are just like, for no reason, want to cut somebody down. Ramona, like, Ramona's a cutter down. Sonia. Absolutely. Just wants to bring you, bring up, you, you guys. up first without thinking, you know, buy her house. compliment now. Think later, you know, you guys, someone buy her house or at least the garage next door. Please support Sonia Tremont in having a new beginning. That's yeah. amazing. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. That's phenomenal. So should we talk a little bit about in the 45 seconds that we have remaining? Should we talk a little bit about the um, shows that were up this week? Sure. So you didn't watch this week's episode of Beverly Hills. So I'm going to publicly shame you for about six hours. I feel like 
you could bring me up to speed on in like well, 18 here's seconds. what I was sort yeah because they were both kind of boring. But here's and guys, Ben doesn't watch even a little bit of Atlanta, but there's a lot to say. Pray for Cynthia. I watched Pray season for one Cent. of Atlanta. Doesn't count. So you need to catch up. But we'll talk about that. I will. Um, next Give week. me time. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of intrigued. So I watched. Um, Beverly, this week's Beverly Hills, and obviously last week's. I've seen every episode of Everything on Earth, and I was watching, rewatching the horrific Jersey reunions that were terribly boring, and I couldn't find help myself but compare and contrast the behavior of Sigalit and Dorit because they both seem somewhat jealous of the new girl on the scene, mm-hmm, Teddy mm-hmm, and Margaret. Margaret. And they both seem to react in an aggressive manner toward those women with the assumption that their cast members will back them up. And when they don't get backed up, they lose their fucking shit. So when Siggy doesn't get backed up, she's too either nervous or or she understands that she's not like the star of Jersey. So she's not going to completely, completely own her anger toward Tree and Melissa and everyone else. Yeah. Um, And... Dorit isn't going to go full ham on people, similar to Sig, but she will try to isolate Kyle if she can because yeah. she's too afraid of going against LVP. Well, and her mortal enemy. And her mortal enemy. Rinna. Oh, and Rinna, but Rinna's like, she's not, she doesn't care enough to Is go Rinna against Is Rinna the Luann of BH? No, because I don't think Luann is as much of a gossip as... Mm. I don't think Luann is as explicit in shit-stirring Luann's as Rena. Luann's not a gossip. I feel like Luann would be happy oh. to, like, come, get paid, try on a cute outfit, no, promote Luann, her daughter's, like, art, and then go home. No, you know? I disagree with that. I think Luann would love to see, like, Bethany get a little bit fucked and talk about it, but she's not going to okay, be, Bethany like... Bethany is different. That's, like... <laughs> she's not going to come in give with, a like... A, about the like, other. Rena's going to come in with, like, a stack of page six articles and be like, did you see what happened, like, December yeah, 5th, like, 1964, yeah. blah, 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 which Munchausen. I... <laughs> Munchausen's real life. Um... Which I thought was kind of interesting because I'm watching these two women make kind of terrible choices, Sig and Dorit, yeah. in trying to bully their way to popularity. Well, Sig really sense, lit herself on fire this year. She did. And I don't know. I and part st- of the problem with Sig is that unlike Dorit, yeah. first of all, in Jersey, everything's dirtier and more obvious. And like, you know, for everything Dorit did, there's a little bit more of a sense with Dorit of like, there's a sense with Dorit. Well, I'll still offer her a glass of Chardonnay. You know, like it's right. like, I feel like Beverly Hills, uh, Jersey's a little more down and dirty. I also think Jer- Jersey is more explicitly staged. Especially this season. Yes. The glasses underneath and the, the show. Right. And the, right. Everything that happened at Posh. I mean, I think it was a hundred percent production was like, so it was, it was like literally a uh, genuine but like, Shakespearean tragedy. I was surprised by and I think it might be part of the reason Siggy went so far. I was surprised by how much Dolores continued to back her up. And I think, I totally agree with you. And I think that for Dolores, she was like, this too shall pass, where she felt like there was no way for her to pipe up to Siggy on camera. You know, they said that they fought with each other behind the scenes. I don't know how much of that I believe, but that they're true friends, that I do believe that. But I think that Dolores just felt like Siggy has no one in her corner, and right now she probably just needs to be supported because she could see her friend unraveling and making bad choices, and she didn't want to add on to that. Or... Or she knew it was a good idea not to support her because she knew Siggy was, like, not going to be returning. Yes, and... What's the and? Is it possible that Siggy has dirt on Dolores, and that's why Dolores... Like, didn't turn on her. Well, what dirt could she have on Dolores? The only thing that I could think that's, like, production dirt is well, that maybe Frank did scandal didn't... about her husband and her son. Oh, wait, I dreamed that. I'm sorry. <laughs> For a second, I was like... What's up? Um, no, I think that I think the only dirt on Dolores, and I die for Dolores, is that, and it's not even really dirt. It's again production, as I think that Frank moved in because they said to her, "You need to have more of a plot," and she's like, "I'll have my ex-husband move in." That's the only thing I. But I, I still love die Dolores for Frank so much. I love Dolores so much. I think she's so interesting. She's a, so, real, person. a real person. She was a corrections officer. Like, can we talk about that more? Honestly, my she's dream. She's real. She is takes that- on Daniel Staub and calls her disgusting and laughs when Daniel Staub's having a 
completely oh, yeah, stage manufactured breakdown. And she's like, can you, I love, like, I love getting a rise out of her. I love hearing her yell. Like, Dolores is like my dream come true. Dolores I, is like my one true I love. You, you know, I know you think that Teresa's done a lot of terrible things that you can't forgive her for. Strippergate is the, number the, the one primary one. I, I don't care about the, the I don't care about the legal thing, stuff. I care about Trooper, The number one thing I can't get over about Teresa is how she's like accepted Danielle. Because I feel like she's just bored by Danielle, so she doesn't pay attention. And then she's like, Danielle's my friend! I think she's, she, cause she knows that Danielle's not going to fuck with her because Danielle's desperate for the yeah. money and the attention. So she, of course she's going to welcome back Danielle because now that she and Jack I'm hate each other... I'm not complaining about her welcoming back Danielle. I'm complaining about her, like... Being up Danielle's looking ass. Looking the other way as Danielle has just, like, been such a disaster. How do you think that Danielle's been a disaster? I think she's been super boring. Yeah, the, but the worst kind of boring where she tries to stir up shit... And, like, the only, like, conflicts Danielle has are with people that are just so, like, ready for a fight that anybody could provoke them. Oh, 100%. I think she, I, again, think, well, you know I have said forever that it was a terrible move to bring her back. The only way that she Terrible she's, move for who? For Bravo. Yeah, for the world oh, to bring her back. That. No, I I, they I need to get rid of her. And, look, they know it, too. They never gave her full status. And why do you think that was? Because I think that they were, like... We'll, we'll give you a trial like run? She's, like, the ugly girl that they're, like... You keep texting me, and I'm so fucking over you. But honestly, like, now at this point, it's fun to get blown by you, just, like, to hate fuck she's your like, skull. She's Kim D. She's but Kim no, D. But no, like, not even. I feel like Kim D is, like, a cartoon. I feel like Danielle is, like, you're, like, stupid bitch ticket. I think Danielle is a genuine sociopath. I was, we were talking before we started recording about, I said that I watched The Secrets Revealed, which I actually found much more entertaining than any. I wish it was called Revealed. Yes. Um, I thought it was much more entertaining than any individual episode. Oh, and these, really? Yeah, these were just the dumb scraps that they threw because they couldn't figure out. Watch it. But the one, the best part of it was the fact that was it on the secrets revealed or was it on? Yeah, it was on the secrets revealed, which was a piece of the reunion when Andy's like, you know, how are you and Mark, whatever the fuck the name of whatever the hell the name of her of Danielle's fiance is, and she's like, we're engaged, blah blah, and he's like, and here's the clip, and he shows a clip of Danielle's engagement, which they didn't put <laughs> on the show this season, which either shows how much they hate her, which I'm 100 percent into, and also how ridiculously staged it is it's literally danielle and like tree and margaret walking like they hear violins playing and like on like a yawn speaking of and i love margaret i totally love margaret but i have to say like the saddest thing in housewife history is margaret's like perfunctory kindness toward danielle oh yeah a hundred percent Danielle, like like when margaret came to my show she was like and i want to come back again you're so fabulous and i have to bring danielle and i was like do, you? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to meet her? But I feel like Margaret's she's like, the one housewife Margaret's I never like, want to meet. It's better to have a stooge that sucks than no stooge at all. And she's right. She is right. I mean, at least she had she she did her job this season, which was forming relationships yeah. as someone coming in. No. But they I think walk- Margaret next to Erica Jane is one of the smartest and most well calculated, like late late in the day, like, additions. I wouldn't like, put her at Erica... I wouldn't put her at Erica Jane or Dorinda level, but I think that she's great. Well, I think she's great. I know. I think Dorinda is the town fool You're, that stumbled you into couldn't it. Be, you couldn't be more... And Erica that. Jane, it's unfair to compare with anybody else because Erica she's Jane has all the money queen. in the world. She's right. fucking gorgeous. She's literally a gay man with a penis. She's like... Like, Erica Jane no, is probably, like, a she, Mensa member. She references like, her dick being, like, bigger than whatever. Like, she literally, she's legit. But wait, I have to tell you. So they have this engagement scene where it's Tree and uh, and Margaret walking with Danielle. And all of a sudden, they hear, like, you know, like, they hear violence in a court chat. And they're like, what's this music? And they see these, like, really awkward, terrible dancers that no, are supposed to be professional no, dancers. Like, in no. primary colors. And they're awkwardly dancing. And they're like, oh, what is this? What could this be? What a wonderful... What a, what, I can't believe that we stumbled. Hashtag Teresa acting. Hashtag Teresa acting for life. I can't believe that we stumbled on this. What could this? And then all of a sudden, her fiance, whose name I do not remember, because I you do said not. It was Mark, five minutes ago. I think I lied. I don't. Oh, I, I don't know what it actually God. is. It's like David or Paul or Michael or whatever. He walks in, and Danielle's like, "Oh my." What could it be? And then he like does the full bullshit of like, will you marry? And it was the stupidest, saddest, most depressing reenactment 
of a fake engagement that I will ever see. And the fact that this is allegedly like a real person who like works in finance to the extent that, you know, Dolores thought her son could use some like college advice or something from him. It oh, was right. I, it was, I, when they refer to that, I'm always like, what? whatever. It is so, it was so dumb, but it was also like magical. Cause it just reminds me of like how awful and evil Danielle is and it how stupid hilarious. it is that she's back. You hilarious. have to watch it. The it's sad amazing. thing is that we'll never be able to check back on that next year and see if they actually got married because we'll forget. No, Danielle said that tree Danielle being smart to a certain extent is like, <laughs> Teresa is going to be one of my matrons of honor and Margaret's going to be a bridesmaid. Cause she we'll wants that just shit. See. Even if she's not back, they're going to shoot. I promise you wedding. Teresa will not be a matron of honor. She literally said, no, and I, that I, made I believe that that's the idea. You know, right what's now. so depressing about how, li- how much they hate Danielle, which I a hundred percent love is that they won't show her engagement, but they'll include the clip of her talking about which housewives are going to be in her bridal party. Cause she's peripheral. <laughs> because she's um, wait, can I in say her own story. one thing about Danielle that I, is my hiccup in like having exactly the same feelings about her that you do? She's the devil. She needs to die. I love her daughters. Her daughters are great. I don't know how they were raised. Although if you listen to Danielle, the reason her daughter graduated like summa cum laude she from whatever is, way? she's like the reason Wasn't she like she cum cum laude. <laughs> she was like, come on me harder was because she was like their tutor. And there's that moment of like Dolores and Ziggy being like, never have it. It was funny. That was actually the best part of both totally, episodes totally. was like them like, was, just under their breath. It was literally breath. Ziggy's <laughs> best moment all year. It's like never have it. Dirty bitch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even really. That's kind of like the overwhelming sensation that I got from Jersey was like, How awesome what would is it be this? if like when we finish the podcast, we hear this horn and we go downstairs and it's it's Dolores and driving an SUV and she's like, come on, kids, let's go get yogurt. And we like get in the back. And it's seat. like that scene of Zoolander right before they get lit on and fire. And she's just like driving around and like she's got like serious radio on and like long fingernails and like really nice jewelry. She and... doesn't have long f- fingernails. She's like a, a no, man's in my woman. fantasy. She's like, um, oh, okay, got it. She's, she's like, like super trashy. She's like yeah, a yeah. mom, like driving us like to after school activities like, with like crunchy curly hair and you get or to like back hair and you get back. to like kiss Jay her Lizzo. and like the cheek and like she like smells like so much expensive perfume and like she's just like you can just tell that she's never not had a perfect tan and like her jeans cost more than your apartment and she's just like and she's She's just like she just drips with her jersey accent and you just like her like we go to her gym gym. tennis necklace in the in the boobs and frank's there frank's and frankie's there and And frankie's like you want to check out the steam room and i'm like do I? Do I? <laughs> Wait, That's which is the housewife's husband that I wanted to make out with his butthole? All of them? No, there was the one I was always talking about. Oh, um, OJ from Catherine's Ooh. from Beverly Hills last a couple seasons ago. Catherine? No. I don't know. Mauricio? I mean, I'm attracted to Mauricio, but I don't necessarily want to like have like Teddy. With Teddy's, Teddy's husband, husband looks like no, a vampire. No, this is old school, though. This is like not old school, but like more than a year ago. I don't know, guys. Tweet us. I don't know who was it. Who did you want to have up your that so, No, that nobody from New York. I was so attractive. Nobody to. from Jersey. OC Eddie. Oh wait, wait. It's not a husband. It's it's Carol's ex, Adam Kenworthy. Adam Kenworthy, who makes a sushi I've made of radish. I've shown you the picture of his taint, right? You showed me a super inappropriate. You, you like DM me and texted me <laughs> super inappropriate things about poor little Adam Kenworthy. One day, maybe for Andy's Girls' 100th episode, which I think is going to be next week, we'll like rent him. He's a he's a rent a boy, so we can like rent him to like make us sushi. I wonder how expensive that would be. Someone at me and find out. Someone send him an okay. inquiry and find what out. What if we say, what's your rate to make us dinner? And he says, what, $2,000, $1,000, Yeah, $5, so you $1, contribute 1900 Okay, no, listen. And 50. He, whatever he says, I will double it. And then when he gets here, I'll be like. <laughs> instead of a check, here's of, my cock. No, I'll be like, here's your money in cash. What? And you don't have to cook. You just have to fuck me? Well, let's go down the list of all the sexual things I want to do with you. I don't think he would do anything. I think well, he's straight. I bet there's something he would do. Like, would he, he make pee, out? would he pee on me? 
R. Kelly like, style? Would he let me jerk off and look at him cooking naked? Like, I feel like there's common ground. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like Donald Trump. I'm like a really good negotiator. Yeah. So, like, this is your I'm golden shower like, moment. I'm not like, oh. Where's the dossier? I'm not like yeah. you and I don't see eye to eye. Let's never talk about it. I'm like, right. let me just keep throwing things at you. You have total right to say no to everything. I just want to see. There's got to be something that would be fine with Here's you. Here's a question. We're doing like a dance between franchises and I'm super into it. Is Adam going to make any kind of cameo on New York this season noting that I don't know if they've unfollowed each other, but they've certainly like stopped posting photos and untagged since they broke up when he realized how old she was. The problem is like my one in to ask that question is Luann, and I feel like it's a little awkward to <gasps> oh, ask right, Luann they, about Adam. Right, because she was Adam. fake upset. No, she was fake upset about it. Well, I know she was fake upset, but I don't know if she has any actual feelings about her. Like, I don't know what the fake was the fake upset completely fabricated like she would just gossip all night about adam with me or is the fake upset based on something where she'd be like that's my niece's ex you know like i don't know what she would say we should find out his food looks really good and also his, his face food and looks body really good wait so I can i ask you <laughs> whatever can i ask you a question about horn of plenty can i ask you a question about jersey which isn't really a question it's just me making a statement sure did you do you remember watching no. that ep- shut up do you remember watching that episode of watch what happens live when danielle do you have any, was like, on cookies no like, uh, stop it sweet? we do not eat during recordings i'm so hungry do you, <laughs> do you remember watching the app ep- of watch what happens live where danielle was on with michael rapaport and she referenced the fact that Dolores saying that she was lying about Dolores saying that Teresa was, I know that's really bad phrasing. You guys, I'm sorry. Hashtag neuro issues. Um, so there was a part, one of the story arcs on Jersey this past season was that Danielle accused Dolores of saying saying that that Teresa Teresa was only interested in in money. So then I wrote extensively about that in my recap. Shut up. I did. You didn't recap. I did two weeks when Molly. Molly. Oh my Patrick, god! I think that was name. off. New was York off. back. She's I, fabulous. By okay, way. so we need to talk about your thoughts on that because uh, yeah, I have very specific it, thoughts. Okay, because then it came up during the reunion and they had like a little fight about it. I don't remember if it was during the reunion itself or during the secrets revealed. I think it was reunion. during the reunion. And I and I know Danielle it happened, made, and I want everybody to listen. to Okay, me. great. Because Danielle made this ominous threat on Watch What Happens Live, where she's like, "I have the receipts, I have proof, and I'm gonna whatever." And then cue the actual the reunion because I thought she had secretly recorded her, like she had gone full Linda yeah. trip, and I was like, that would actually be kind of interesting, even though I 100 percent do yeah. not agree with her. And then we cue cue to the reunion where her evidence is like. I'm going to just say it out loud again. And it doesn't make any sense. Like, I think that if they had a conversation about anything having to do with the cast, the only possible thing, because Dolores doesn't trust her, of course, but the only possible thing Dolores could have said was, Teresa's focused on doing the show. She's like, focused on doing the show because it's a job yeah. and she's a singer, which is not in any no, way no. duplicitous I believe, I believe or vengeful. I, yeah. think Danielle's I think Danielle was probably trying to talk shit about people and was like, yeah, we should have an alliance, like you, me, and Teresa against so-and-so. And I feel like Dolores was like... <laughs> Teresa's here to, like, get Do her check. Show. Right, and call she, it a day. I believe she said Teresa cares about money, meaning Teresa she, wants to earn money for her kids. She doesn't right, give a 100%. fuck about the drama. Totally. She's just here to be on TV. Which you can sense that she's, and like, checked it's out. It's true. Yeah, I don't 100%. think Teresa would deny And I kind of actually blame Dolores, who I love. I think that when the first time Danielle brought it up, Dolores would have been, that's totally out of context. You're an idiot if you thought I meant it like that. Shut the fuck up. And instead she and came kept, for instead, her with, like, a ball of fire. Well, instead of, well, no, I don't mind the ball of fire, but she just kept being like, I didn't say that. Now, the other possibility is that Danielle's just totally fucking out of her mind. And maybe she didn't say it. The but I, I have an easy time. Look, sometimes somebody accuses you of saying something. And you say, oh, accuses someone of saying something. And they say, well, it's out of context. And you're like, yeah, but but it's like very easy to justify this in context. So right. I really don't understand why there's... I but think Dolores her- could have brunched... But then her evidence after hyping it and like being, it's like Kenya on Atlanta, which you don't watch, which is Kenya all the time will be like, um, Andy will be like, you know, there were stage paparazzi shots of you walking outside of a fertility fertility clinic. Are you pregnant? And Kenya's response is like, wait and see. Can't really say anything yet. Were you like, no, she's full of shit, but she's doing it to get attention. That's exactly what Danielle was doing, but she couldn't, she's not smart enough to reference the evidence of something, noting that that will then be brought up and not have anything to back Which it up. Which is Aside so from weird. that my fiance Because she is smart there. enough to coach her daughters to uh, come dump loudly uh, graduation. <laughs> you saying come in a different context was like confusing to me for a second. Um, not when I'm finished with you. <laughs> 
so did that- you see the episode of um, yes. My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend when Patti LuPone played the rabbi? No, I haven't watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend in a while because I've been really focused on Married to Medicine and Vanderpump I don't watch Rules. it anymore And either. I started ER oh, from that season one. Me. I have to talk to you about something. Okay. Um, you, I, you don't have to watch that episode. Just watch the musical number when Patty is the rabbi sings. It's about Judaism. It's Why called, is Patty playing a rabbi? Cause she, well, because she looks Jewish. Tova felt she's the Who mother. Who doesn't, by the way? Patty's the rabbi. So the song is Remember That We Suffered. And at one point, like, there's like a... The, don't tell Siggy. At one point, there's like a DJ who does like the breakdown in the middle of Patty singing. And he's like, when I say we, you say suffered. We suffered. We <laughs> suffered. It's so uh, fucking funny. Um, I love it. So back to Jersey. When I went on um, Michelle Collins' podcast. Ugh. Whoa, really? Sorry. I we'll like her. No, she's great. She's amazing. I love Michelle Collins. Anyway, uh, she I used to love, I and Genevieve, Twitter. the other girl that was on with me, were talking about this show, 90 Day Fiance, that I meant to ask you about because they're obsessed with it and I've never seen it. So I had never seen it except my roommate is obsessed with it. Yeah. And my roommate... I have started to watch it with my roommate, but only when she's there. So I've seen a couple episodes and every time I just like start talking during it, I'm like, so they don't know each other. What's happening? Why are they doing this? I just say over and over and over again, like, why do they need to get married? None of it makes sense. There's like gay men from wherever, like pretending to be in love with this, like super disgusting woman from like the South or whatever. It's like, none of it makes any Sounds sense. Like but yeah, County, it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Eddie and Tamara on next season. Um, yeah, I don't die for it. Um, but wait, can we get back to Jersey for a yeah. second? So the last time we recorded Andy's Girls eight months ago, Damien and I were talking about how New Jersey needs to fall apart. Like, just go into... Well, it's already fallen apart. It's in the state of New Jersey. But Jersey needs to, like, Snap. essentially... Jersey needs to essentially get entirely recast or go away because there's not anything here right now because Melissa and Tree are never going to go back on each other because they know the ramifications are for their family never gonna you don't th- i don't think they ever will i don't think I they agree ever with what will you're saying but i think you're as long as her i mean i don't want to be like, horrible but as long as her father is still alive okay, they're never gonna fuck with each other way. again um north korea is a ticking Bad time bomb place. right yeah but as long as you had presidents like bush and obama that were gonna like observe a certain level of like um D- um peace peace it was okay so I think similarly, Teresa is at any moment could explode at Melissa. I don't think Teresa, I think Teresa. I think you're wrong. No, I don't I, think she will. I think she's been through too much and is going through no, too much. I don't think she's that calculated. I think we're basing it all on the fact that Melissa, and it's happened several times already, just goes like, it's not worth it. I don't want to fight with her. She's my husband's sister. Melissa has like evolved to a place where she just like will not go there. What on earth are you talking about? It's not about Melissa evolving. It's about the both of them deciding that their families are more important Tr- than true, the craziness. But t- you're, you're acting no. like Melissa needed to evolve in order for them no. to have peace. It was the fact that, that Teresa devolved to this state of affairs that she was staging. This, uh, you're like, misunderstanding crazy, me. I'm you, not I fighting am. that battle. With you. No. Okay. What I'm saying is Teresa is either unwilling or incapable of like really committing to that plan. She often starts shit with Melissa. Not like she used to. I know what you're saying, but I do think that they brought that up on the reunion and the answer is they're sisters. And I don't know. Did you read the book? What, Teresa hasn't read her own book. Which one? Standing Strong? She literally read it to me in a room. <laughs> For the very first time. She's like, my life no, sounds No, no, but she was making all kinds of changes to that book in the room because she was like, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. She and, didn't know how to say <clears> the <throat> words out loud. No, 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 you no, no. I gave her all the pronunciations. <laughs> no, she was, no, she was saying things. She was kind of changing things that she didn't want to say because she didn't think they represented the, what she wants to put out there. Okay. And if anything, the movement with Melissa was toward more hostile, not less. What does that mean? Give me I'm an saying explicit- I don't think Teresa is going to be as committed to keeping the peace. I think the peace between them relies. I think Teresa is compared to how she used to be committed to keeping the peace. But you think the, the peace think stays because crack. Melissa brushes stuff Mel- off think, her shoulder. I think Melissa used to have a lower tolerance for Teresa, and I think Melissa now is just like... Not going to deal. Not they didn't deal. have even a little bit of tolerance. They had zero tolerance okay. for each other. I think Melissa they hated is each other. to swallow a they lot. They hated each other Fine. since the day that I don't Melissa think that's got changed. married. And I think that I'm giving you such tea, and I feel like you're. I like, know. No, I'm listening to it. I'm arguing because I feel like, I feel like you give Teresa so much. Um, you no, I know. Except for this one moment, you give Teresa so much credit. It's undeserved. I think you don't give me credit for the nuance in how I feel about Teresa. That is probably entirely accurate. I I I just see her the way I see her. I think that Teresa, much more than before, wants to have this peace with Melissa and is willing Agreed. to make changes for that. 100%. But I also think that there's just areas of Teresa that are either unwilling or incapable of really towing that line. And I think that at a certain point, it's very possible and likely that Teresa's going to cross 
is going to Melissa is as good as Melissa is in terms of wanting to keep this piece. I think it's very possible and likely that at some point Teresa is going to push her to a point where Melissa won't. Can I say I sort of agree with that? Yeah. Can I also say that I think that point where they could be arch nemeses once again is going to be when Joe comes back, depending on whether or not he gets deported. If he doesn't get deported, I could see there being a war because I don't think that Joe Judice Judice uh, Judice is as interested in making sure that their family is stable and happy as anyone else in that family is. And I think that if there is another war, it's going to happen when he gets back from the clink. Very interesting. Right? And also it's an valid. interesting to wonder, actually. I mean, I've n- honestly never thought about this until this moment. How is it going to... How but is I it wonder really, yeah. how much Joe was a part of the problem all along. Because Teresa would be like, but, 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 Melissa. And Joe would be like, that fucking bitch. You know? I Whereas think- now, Teresa says that and all she has is like, you know... Uh, 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 what's her Gia being like, Mom, she's Uncle Joey's wife. Just let it go. I think, you know? that, I think that Teresa and Joe, Judice, 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 have been feeding off of I each other. I like others. you doing that, and you have to commit to always doing I that. I always do that. You've never done I've done that 30,000 times Not before. Not every time. Every time. Not every time. I think that they have been feeding off of each other's either jealousy or hatred or whatever against Joey. No, I- I don't Borga think Joe Judice gives got- a crap about Melissa. I think he just doesn't give a shit about keeping any no, peace or I, anything. No, Joe and Joey have fought with each other about renting equipment yeah, and dumb like shit in the past. Out. I mean, they're like bros. No. Uh, no, I think they're like sweaty hogs or whatever with each other. You know, they used to like kiki with Chris Manzo and like a lot of salami. And I think they've always kikied straight through. I think the drama has always been between the women. But I think and Joe they fed into it. fed it. Well, I don't think Joe uh, Gorga fed into it. I think Joe Gorga did his best. Oh, I totally agree with you, but I think... But I think Joe Judice fed into it, but not for any sort of, like, focused reason. I think just because... I don't think he's somebody that acts with a lot of um, intention. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder... I mean, it's... We'll see what happens. He still has, what, like, two years? Maybe less. Maybe, like, a year and a half. I think it's, like, 20. No, he got three and a half. 35. When you say these things, and you say them on the face where you're, like, pretending that you're serious, that you're fucking with me. Do you have, like, a granola bar? <laughs> you're not eating. I'm so Damien once brought, like, a bag of candy to a recording. Mm, do you have candy? And he, no. And he do said, I'm not candy. allowed to eat a single thing. Yeah, but so I'll said, eat it all. Give me the up. good sugar. <laughs> Stop it. And he said, like, this is Laffy Taffy because Jules Ew, is crazy. And that, no, it was some dumb candy. And then he ate it the entire episode, and we had viewers that were, like, reach, listeners that were reaching out after that were, like... No more chewing. Fine. Okay, but when the episode's done, I need like which is all in like two seconds. Yeah. I will give you candy. I, I have zero candy. You know the doctors won't let me eat like a fucking I, thing. But you have. Do you know what I ate before this? I ate vegan raw um, gluten free cheese that I got you know in Brooklyn I yesterday. Ate before this, someone. Ew, no, I haven't had sex in like a year. Wait, can we? Um, can we? Uh, can we turn away from Jersey because I think it's done? Always. You and I are going to disagree. I think it should go away forever. Except Dolores, I would just watch forty-four minutes plus commercials of Dolores. Me like, too. Oh, by the doing way, whatever. You know what I just learned, which I'm sure, and this is not a joke. I actually literally just learned this. What? I didn't realize that Manzo with children was off the air forever. So are the Manzos just like done? The Manzos, I mean, I die for the Manzos. Not even a little bit in disgrace. I think that they left, she left for the right reason. They had a spinoff that did pretty well its first season and then sort of petered out and just had a life that wasn't meant to live that long. No, I'm super serious. (laughs) I didn't watch every episode. I think I started watching. You're awfully apologetic about them for someone who didn't even watch. No, I, I admit, I don't watch all the spinoffs. I didn't key into Vanderpump Rules until last year. Or as you like to call it, Vandy Rules. (laughs) Which, guys, my tagline this week is because apparently this was like news to me because I don't know drugs. But when James was fighting with um, Lala about the pasta, he was talking about Coke. So there was like this, you don't watch Mandy Rolls, but there is this moment where James is fighting with Lala about um, the fact that Lala ate all of his girlfriend's pasta and how rude that was. And like the Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter world is ablaze with the fact that when he says pasta, he means cocaine. Which when I, I say pasta, I mean, <laughs> I mean, coke. Era, era. <laughs> which I thought was amazing. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Beverly Hills. Allegedly, there are rumors that Erica Jane and Tom are breaking up. That's not real, right? No idea. Okay, great. Um, tardiness. Team Teddy, Team Dorit. Teddy for days. Yeah. I mean, you know, I hate Dorit, although I have to say, I, I think she's so pretty. 
I don't think she's even a little bit pretty. I think and that, I like that her dress hair. did her nut. Which which hair? Which all wig? Which I piece? All the I think hair. it's. I think a Why good does way, everybody get so mad about her hair? Because it's so poorly executed. Look at Erica Jane, who pays real money for real glam. First, you can. Eric, Erica, Erica spends Jane, so much money. Exactly right. And Erica is not like young and pretty like Dorit. Are you insane? You think Erica's prettier than Dorit? And you know I worship Erica. Yes, I think Erica's prettier than Dorit because I think Dorit is tacky as fuck. To me, Eric, Dorit is tacky. But I think Erica's a drag queen and Dorit is like a like hot chick. Did you see me thrust my pelvis? I, I really can't. Okay, Team Teddy or Team Dorit? I mean, I have to say Teddy. How late was Dorit? Was she six minutes late or 54 minutes late? I didn't see it. That was not this week. Oh, last oh, oh, week. oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, she was... Wait, she wasn't late. She was the one that got mad because the other people were late. Teddy is an accountability coach and got mad at Dorit for being 54 minutes late. But wasn't Dorit mad at somebody else for being late? Dorit was mad at Teddy for bringing up the fact that... Okay, I'm remembering. She was um, late. And then said, why didn't she wait for me? She's well, a bad okay. person. Let me put this out there Dorit for sure. Dorit was gaslighting Definitely in like any issue, Dorit is lo- wrong. 100% wrong. There's no issue, Dorit. T- I might like the way she looks, but I definitely think she's a fucking dumb bitch. So you missed the party on the boat this week, which was essentially just a re- Redux of Luann and Natalie Cole, where Dorit watched a random episode of New York from several seasons ago and was like, I want to do this. So she's like, let's have a party on a boat, which I think is the bougiest, least classy or elegant thing a person could do. I'm so sorry. Plus, they landed his helicopter on a helipad or whatever. It was Boy George, who was like, why am I here? Because I'm free. That's why. Kisses. Who? And by the way, I die for Boy George. I watched that season of Celebrity Apprentice, and like he is... He is too good to be a supporting actor story arc for Dorit. And Do you feel the same way about <laughs> Of course, buddy. Um, so wait, um, so you didn't watch this week, but it's okay because this week was exactly last week. They just talked about it for same, a full yeah. hour. So I find it really interesting that Dorit talks all about like elegance and class, that she has it because she talks about it all the time. Like her idea of elegance and class is shaming someone who's new to the group because her wait staff used to her the wrong stemware. Now, if you said to me back in the days when I was allowed to drink alcohol before I got sick, you know, where should I put Prosecco? I would say in my mouth. Like, I don't care about, I think whatever accoutrement you use, cheers to you. It's about having fun. It's not about, you know, the kitchen or bar stemware. I thought it was completely, as I'm sure all of America does. I don't know a single person. Guys, please tell me if you're Team Dorit on this because I cannot no believe that you exist. And it doesn't no, look, make any sense. You and might I'm super think the right Teddy. stemware is I fabulous. I didn't think I was going to like Teddy. You might think your dream is to have every different kind of stemware and like be all about it. Right, God but that's bless not you. someone else's. But you don't be mad at. Uh, and then you don't shame them over and over again. And when Dorit they talk is a about dumb how they piece of shit, right, and she's when they a t- stupid, and then when, dumb bitch. Right, and then when Teddy talks about how she feels about being shamed, and LVP of course runs off to tell Dorit. Dorit's like, "How dare you talk about it?" I am so done with LVP. I cannot. Even. LVP is done with LVP, but I I, it does make me want to. Go riding. away. She is gone. She's not there. I used to love her so much. I've never had such a transition in how I feel about a house. Why do you think that's happened? Um, I liked her when she had skin in the game. But she she hasn't had skin in the game for years. I, but she's gradually bugged me more and more. Because she's really a bitch to people in a way that is so uh, removed and dispassionate. Like, the way she treats Lisa Rinna, and clearly Lisa Rinna deserves it. You know, I love Lisa Rinna, but I know what she Lisa deserves. Lisa Rinna is so good for the show. I really Totally. Can't I love Lisa Rinna. But, like, Lisa Vanderpump, the way she fucks with Lisa Rinna is, there's such, like, a superior cruelty about it. <laughs> My dream would actually be a two-hander that's just Vanderpump and Staub. <laughs> oh, my God. It would just be, like, putting, like, a mouse in a cage with, like, a lion. It would be two seconds long. Is I want what to see it, would, it. it would be great. I want to see blood. It would be, yeah, it would be great. I mean, I, I'm surprised by how much I like Teddy, and I think I like her so much because I dislike Dorit so much. Even, yeah. And I, I didn't, I thought that Teddy would just be useless and like wasted air, and I didn't like that Teddy initially came for um, Erica Jane when they were talking about like the dad stuff. Like yes. Teddy felt offended in a way that I was like, shut the fuck up. Like that's nothing. And, now I'm like, yeah, Teddy is needed for like, this. this. Someone what, needs to be held accountable. Totally. But this is what confused me. Like, if Teddy's smart and she watched the season last year. 
She did, I'm sure. Why would you ever start anything? Obviously, Erica Jane is who you want to be, like, down with. I, I mean, think, I think that they were filming a confessional, and the producer was like, tell me how you feel about Erica Jane. She's like, I feel fine. She's like, tell me again. I feel fine. Tell me again, or yeah, else okay. I'm not letting you leave. Hold yourself accountable to being that a makes, cast member on a TV show, yeah. so give me something. All right. Good, and so well Teddy was out. like, I'll give it to you. And then here we are. I do think her husband looks like a vampire, and I can't get over it. Yeah. Edwin, that's like yeah. terrible. That's like terrifying to me. Yeah. He's like early 1800s, which is where my rings are from, but like not as beautiful as a diamond. Like totally. yeah. shine bright, but go away because the tarnish is real. I mean, I don't know. Like a diamond. Oh my God, you guys. We didn't even really, what did we talk about this episode? I feel like we talked about a lot. Guys, pray for Lou, I guess, right? Yeah, of course. Unforgettable or whatever. Unforgettable? That's what, isn't that what she sang with Natalie Cole on the boat? No, L-O-V-E. Huh? L is yes. for the way you look at me. You guys. L is for the only Wait, one can I, I see. Can I tell you about one? B is very, <laughs> very extraordinary. E da, is da, da, any da, da, more da, da, than da, anyone da, that you adore da, da, and love is da, all that da, I can da, give, give to you. you. I don't know the words. Um, Love is only. Can I tell you? Can I tell you one time? Don't one touch thing. Me, that's okay, my I just, I just place. did a, <laughs> just, just do a bad touch. Before we go, can I tell you? Um, you have to watch this week's episode for one moment and one moment only, which is when Dorit is singing with PK because she thinks she's Luann singing with Natalie Cole, and you can watch. She had a fake rehearsal with Erica Jane to give them both screen time together, and you watch Erica Jane as full on dance mom, where she's like pantomiming the moves that Dorit should be doing in front of Dorit and the crowd to like support her, which I thought was actually the best moment in the show. Like. Okay. It was in that. I'm looking forward to that. It was great. What's so you just need singing pass- like? It, she was whispering and then gyrating. That was it. Or George was singing and then she was like whisper talking. Like what song? Oh God, I've already forgotten. Like it was a, a known song? Yeah. It was like oh, a fever. Boy- it was giving fever. So, over that song. so that she could just be like fever. I'm a singer. Like you give Bernadette me whatever. last night. In Hello Dolly? Yeah. Okay, great. She sings fever. Not in Hello Dolly. <laughs> just in life? In life. Love it. Well, hello, Dolly. Goodbye, Benjamin. Um, such a great app. Thanks for being on my couch and not touching me as often as you normally do. But now that we're done. Yay! Wormy, wormy. It's like Feed for... What is that name of that organization? It's like Feed for America, but I'm going to Feed for Benjamin. Hands across food. America. Whatever. I don't know. Let's hold hands. Guys, such a good episode. Um, one giant non sequitur, which I love. Yeah. Oh, I just want to say... Um, oh, tell me. forgot to do the ad. Um, hey, what a great <laughs> website. Do you do it yourself? You make it look so easy. Oh, you use Squarespace? I want to get Squarespace. Oh, and with offer code Andy, I can save $10. Girls, girls. Oh, girls. <laughs> yeah, with offer code girls. So that's S G I R L S. And um, go to squarespace.com. It's I that easy. That. Um, speaking of ads, can we give a shout out to Daniel Nolan, who designed the new Andy Scrolls? Yes, Hunty. It's so good. Daniel Nolan. We're going to take a selfie and put it on Instagram. And I'm also going to post the photo, the graphic that I should have posted on Instagram yesterday, but I posted the wrong one because I'm a moron. Wait, so look for that, let's, Dame Galley. Let's, let's test if Daniel's listening. We will test. So we won't say okay. that we. Daniel, we won't say- Daniel, if you're listening, I want to fuck you. <laughs> He's going to be outside of my apartment in like three minutes. You guys, um, such a fun up. Thanks to Ben for thanks almost the time. Right? You guys, thanks wait. For- can we all just have a minute to thank our host? <laughs> you know what? I want to say when I, when I think about uh, this relationship and yeah. this time of year, yeah. the word that comes to mind. Charitable. Support. And this chick has given me nothing but from the get-go. I love it. It's like you're almost being serious, and I'm into it. Thanks, Ben. Fly. <laughs> fly so high against the sky. Okay, guys. So love you. He's going to sing forever. I'm going to go kill myself. Last word. Bye. Last, Last word. word. Love Last all of you. Next you. week. Last word. At me on Twitter. Subscribe, rate, review. Last word. But Square be nice. Space. Okay, Last I don't word. like one-star reviews, but rate Audible for Ben. Zero stars. Zero. Okay, love no, you, you guys. Do zero. <laughs> zero stars. Don't one, even do, do it. One, do Save one. your energy. No. Okay, bye, guys. Love you. Ah.